Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm Christine, and this is episode 92. Today, we're going to talk about the importance of taking breaks. This could be anything from making sure you get your break at work, to taking a nap in the middle of the day, to taking a break from a relationship or people. This also includes taking a break in the middle of an argument or disagreement. A few days ago, I was actually reminded about how important naps and breaks are when I had gone a night with literally no sleep. And then I struggled all day to accomplish my tasks and get the things done that I had on my list. And I did have every intention of taking a nap. A wild mishap with a Walmart delivery happened, and I ended up not being able to take my nap. However, that evening, my husband called me and he asked me how my day was. And I started recapping for him the things that I had accomplished And I had to kind of laugh to myself because it was a really small list of things I had done, but it had taken me all day to do it. It had taken me all day because I was exhausted and I was moving at a much slower speed and my brain was operating at a significantly decreased capacity. I think we all fall for the lie sometimes that taking a break, getting a quiet moment, taking a nap, Walking away from a situation is wasting time. In fact, if you have ever tried to do any of those things, somebody else might have thrown insults at you or called you names, or you might have done it to yourself. Things like lazy, quitter, can't handle it, can't hack it, stupid, slow. Especially in American culture, there is a huge stigma attached to this very beneficial practice of just stopping and slowing down for a minute, of walking away, of taking a break, of taking a nap, of having a lazy afternoon. And so I want to address that here today and try to change that stigma for you and highlight why it is so important that we actually do this. And I want to present the very real reality that actually, if you're struggling with solving a problem, if you're struggling to articulate yourself well in an argument or manage your emotions well in an argument, if you are physically or mentally exhausted, taking that break actually helps you get back into a healthier frame of mind. So we're going to discuss the difference between taking a break and not taking a break so you can see for yourself what might actually be the smarter, braver, healthier choice. Let's look at arguments for one thing. The calmer you are, the more that you are in charge of your own emotions, the more likely you are to say things that are helpful and that you don't regret, and the more you're able to calibrate your response to something that you can be proud of and feel good about and hopefully leads to resolution. If you're emotionally stressed, if you're tired, if you have other things on your plate that are making this something you can't handle in that moment what tends to happen. Suddenly we're yelling. We're using words we wouldn't typically use. We're getting ourselves confused and losing our own argument because we aren't being as 
clear as we would like to be. And now everything is escalating. Taking a break so you can reset gives you the ability to come back stronger, with better emotional armor on, and with a more clear and articulate argument to put forth to hopefully get some clarity and resolution. What about in the workplace? I know I have definitely had situations where I have a problem I have to solve in front of me, and I've been looking at it for so long, I can't see any kind of solution. But if I walk away, if I go wash my hands, make a fresh cup of tea, talk to a coworker, and then come back, the answer might be jumping off the page at me by that point. I could have sat there for the rest of the day struggling with it. I wouldn't have accomplished very much. So that 10-minute break actually saved me hours of my day that would have been wasted. What about when it comes to dealing with children? Parents, we can get very overstimulated with the constant being touched and being talked to and being talked to maybe in a way where we can't really understand what they're trying to say to us. The constant neediness of children. And it's okay, that's where they're supposed to be at. But it can be wildly overstimulating, especially if you are around your children or children in general for a good bit of the day. This overstimulation can cause you to snap at your children, get frustrated and agitated. It can cause you to yell at them and punish them, even though they haven't actually done anything wrong. It can cause you to lash out at your partner when they come home or to shy away from them touching you because you've had too much already today. None of these things are positive. None of this is you showing up the way that you want to be showing up. What you need to truly be a present parent and a positive parent the way that you want to be is to make sure you're getting breaks. Whether it's setting up play dates where your child is entertained by another child and you get to talk to another parent, whether it's putting them in front of a TV show for 30 minutes so you can go take a shower, maybe it's asking somebody to babysit for you, maybe it's telling your partner when they get home you need them to watch the kids for 45 minutes. You need these breaks. You being on as a parent 24-7 does not make you a good parent. It really whittles away at your ability to be the type of parent you know you're capable of. You take this break away from your child and you're able to come back recharged and be patient and loving and gentle and understanding of all the things children need from us. Let's take a moment to talk about the importance of naps. And not even just naps, sleep in general. What happens internally when you're napping? Your brain is healing and recharging. Your body is healing and recharging. This is when all the little tasks that your body needs to complete that it can't give energy to while you're awake because it's too busy working on little important things like, oh, I don't know, balance, hand-eye coordination, driving cars, using dangerous appliances, where all of its energy is going to that and your digestive system and processing what your eyes are taking in and processing what your ears are taking in. It can only do these healing tasks while you're asleep, when everything else shuts down. This is why sleep is so vitally important. And your body can use naps for this. You have probably experienced a day 
or many days, like the one I had the other day, where I was moving so insanely slow, it took me all day to accomplish a few little tasks, and I was exhausted by the end of it. I legitimately felt like I had been working all day. What would a nap have done instead? Let's just be extra generous, and let's pretend I took a three-hour nap. Three hours. The reality is, the things that I did that day, I could have done in probably three hours themselves if I had had the energy to do it. I did laundry. I made dinner. I cleaned a bathroom. I don't even remember now. I think I sent two emails. Really, all of those tasks, two hours, maybe three hours worth of work. So instead of it taking me from about 8 a.m. to 6.30 p.m., I could have knocked out one or two things in the morning, taken a three-hour nap, knocked out the rest of the items, and still been able to relax before I made dinner. But yet we push ourselves. We have this false idea that we're being productive just because we're awakened in motion. But if it would take me 30 minutes to knock out a task if I'm well-rested, and it takes me three hours to knock out a task when I'm not well-rested, which one is actually being more productive? We talk a lot about taking care of self, and we talk a lot about how we view that so that we can shift that and change it into something healthy. And I want to suggest one of the least selfish things that you can do for your boss, for your partner, for your children, for your family, for your free weekends, best thing that you can do is take breaks, rest, walk away, take naps. Imagine for a moment, this is going to be hard, so try to imagine this. Imagine a well-rested parent. Imagine the energy they're going to have to play make-believe with their children. Imagine the enthusiasm they'll be able to read that special book for the 15th time with. Imagine the fun they're going to have over snack time. Imagine the smoothness and ease in which that parent is going to be able to handle a disagreement between two of their children, all because they're rested, because their brain is operating at a higher capacity. They are firing on all cylinders, and they have the physical energy to deal with whatever is coming their way. Those kids are having a much better experience with their parent and are learning healthier truths about themselves because their parent is rested. Imagine with a spouse. You want intimate time with your spouse in the evening, but during the day, they're working like crazy, you're working like crazy, you're both stressed, you're both tired, you both have extra things on your plate, you didn't get taken care of. Who's in the mood? Wouldn't it feel better to have been able to have had a hot bath or sit down, close your eyes, and listen to a podcast for a little bit? Maybe read a book and put your feet up. Or even just have taken some quiet time away from other people needing to talk to you or interact with you, or needing something from you. Now who has the energy and mental capacity to be in the mood? And if you and your partner are both in the mood, now you two have closeness, you have intimacy, it puts you in a better place for the next day, and makes it easier for you to face conflicts as something you're handling together as a team instead of something you're fighting against each other about. Let me ask you this question. Do you want a sleep-deprived individual in charge of your child at daycare? Do you want a sleep-deprived surgeon operating on your loved one? Do you want a sleep-deprived truck driver on the road next to your family's vehicle? 
how comfortable would you be getting on a plane knowing that both your pilots were absolutely exhausted and burned out? I can see all of you right now shaking your heads. No, we don't want any of these situations. Why is it so easy for us to look at somebody else who's sleep deprived and know they are not going to be effective or safe? And yet when it comes to your own life, it's harder to see how destructive a lack of sleep is going to be. We've all heard the horrifying tales of somebody falling asleep behind the wheel or a parent of young children falling asleep on the couch, an overworked, overstressed employee doing something drastic and deadly. We've all heard these stories. But for most of us, for most of your life, the way that this shows up, the damage that it does is much more subtle. It's broken trust. It's people feeling less safe around us and being unwilling to be vulnerable around us anymore. It's our children or our spouse choosing to spend time alone or with somebody else instead of risking annoying you or setting you off. It's being looked over for a promotion because you're just simply not as productive as some of your coworkers. It's spending an extra five minutes in the morning looking for your keys because you were so tired when you got home, you don't remember where you put them down at. It's heated arguments that have become routine, and the next day you don't even remember what you said or what you were even mad about. And the problem with the damage like this being so subtle is that we don't take it seriously until it's way too late. And now you're in a position where you're looking at divorce or having to find a new job or an adult child that doesn't speak to you anymore. Maybe you've developed a medical condition because of all the stress and lack of sleep that your body is constantly under. And there's not just one thing you can put your finger on as to how you got there. And once you're there, there is no easy fix. And so I'm going to loop back to one of the things I said at the beginning of this. One of the least selfish things that you can possibly do is take time for rest. Take time to pause and walk away. Take time for your self-care and give your body the time and conditions it needs to recharge and heal and get your brain back to a functional state. So your challenge this week is to just look back over the past week or so and notice the moments when you could have used rest and notice how you behaved and what level you were operating on in those moments. And moving forward throughout this next week, just test this out, take breaks, take naps, rest your eyes, whatever it is that you can fit into your life. And I want to remind you again, this isn't a time thing. You're going to be way more productive if you're rested. So there is time. It's just a matter of what this might look like based on your schedule, the age of your kids, your work hours, your drive. And see how much better you feel. Pay attention to whether or not you feel better about the things that you're saying, the actions that you're taking, the way that you're interacting with the people around you. And make note of how much more productive you are when you're giving yourself this time. Sound good? All right, before we finish for today, I just want to remind you episode 100 is coming up. I've heard from some of you with some great suggestions for what we can do for that 100th episode, but I'd love to hear from more of you before I make my final decision. So email me or message me through the Facebook group with your suggestions. Thank you for taking the time for yourself to listen to this today. I hope you take it to heart. Have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.